Father, we thank you now for your grace and mercy. Yes. We thank you, Lord, for allowing us to make it here safely just one more time. Just one more time. Now, Lord, here we are, mm -hmm. just a few of your servants, asking if you would speak now, that speak, these Lord. your people would be edified, and that your son Jesus would be glorified. Speak, God. Speak, Lord. Because we need a word from heaven. Speak, God. Speak, that we'll Lord. be better leaving than what we were when we came in. Speak, God, mm -hmm. that we continue to grow, that we continue to be all that you called us to be. Speak, Speak even Lord. now, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. I need you now. I need you like never before. I need you to stand in me and stand with me, stand in front of me, stand behind me. But most of all, stand right beside me that I may be able to proclaim your truth without fear or intimidation. Yes, Lord. So let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O oh Lord, you are my strength, my rock, my light, my salvation, and my only redeemer. It's in the name of your son, Jesus, we pray and we ask it all. Amen. I'm glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. If God's been with you, give God a hand clap of praise. Give God a hand clap of praise. Very quickly, turn with me to Psalms 32. Psalms 32. Psalms 32. And everybody looks so lovely today in all their Easter colors. Psalms 32. And when you have it, you stand with us as we read this together. Psalms 32, and I'm reading from the English Standard Version of God's Holy Word. <clears throat> when you have it, say amen. Amen. You still look and say, hold it up. All right, I heard you. <laughs> amen. As we stand together. This is what it says from the English Standard Version. Blessed is the one mm -hmm. whose transgression is forgiven. Yes. Whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man against whom the Lord counts no iniquity. And in whose spirit there is no deceit. All right. Look at somebody and say, neighbor. Neighbor. Oh, neighbor. Oh, neighbor. Your prayers with your prayers, your participation, your participation, and God's power, and God's power, Pastor Brown, Pastor Brown is going to preach about, is going to preach about a blessing, a blessing at the right season, at the right season, all right, a blessing at the right season, a blessing at the right season, and let me open this up this way. One of the biggest mistakes anybody makes is saying, this won't happen to me. There have been plenty of people that have spoken this statement. There have been plenty of people that have said this. They made this statement because for many people, it is easy for a person to have judgment. It's easy for a person to judge somebody else and talk down on somebody based on what they've heard about that person. Y'all want to talk with me for a little yeah. while? Yeah. It's easy to talk about somebody when they're down. 
It's easy to talk about somebody when they messed up. It's easy to talk about somebody when they've gone down the wrong road because that's not you or that's not your style because that's not the taste in your mouth. But then all of a sudden, you hear about somebody that's fallen, that's made a mistake, that's made a mishap, and then all of a sudden, a conversation and other comments happen because it's easy to talk about something that you haven't done. It's easy to talk about somebody that's done this just because you have you haven't done that. But sometimes don't act like you've never done anything. I told y'all, talk with me. We ain't gonna tear it long. Don't act like there's not been moments, there's not been periods, there's not been issues that come on up on you. Because there are times that a person can act like they got it all together. A person can act like they've done nothing wrong, and a person can act like they are perfect, but I got good news for you. That's just not the case. Because there are times as we go through this life, as you walk with God and as you follow God, we all still have some free will to make some choices for ourselves. And just because you have God doesn't mean that you always follow God. Because there are moments that any person can get out of themselves. A person can do their own thing. A person can follow their own footsteps. A person can do what they want. But if there's somebody that can be real and say, doing what I want has caused me a whole lot of problems. Doing what I want has caused me some issues. Doing what I want has gotten me in some trouble. Doing what I want has gotten me some worry. Doing what I want has gotten me some anxiety. And you ought to be careful and you got to watch what you do. Because there's sometimes the consequences are so bad that you don't always want to handle what you do. That's why you got to be careful of the roads you walk down. You got to be careful of what you say you'll never do. And you got to be careful how you talk about people. Because just because it's this person today don't mean it won't be you tomorrow. And have you ever noticed sometimes that people are good? They get on conversations when somebody messes up, when somebody goes down the wrong road, when somebody doesn't do something right. But Sister Woman, you know what would be even greater? What if instead of having hour-long conversations about how somebody messed up, if we had hour-long conversations about how can I pray for this person? How can I help this person? How can I encourage this person? And how can I love this person? Y'all quiet today. But that is where the conversation should be because one day we all will fall, and we all are going to need some help. Can I get a witness? We all need some love. We all need somebody that will not be afraid to come sit with me, come talk with me, come walk with me, and be there for me, because nobody that lives on earth is good all of the time. Yeah. I'm going to say it one time. Nobody that's good on earth is good all the time. And even though that this is a reality, there's something that we can do together. Y'all want to know what we can do together? We can love together. We can we can help each other by telling each other, don't go this way and don't do that. And don't even fall for that because you have too much to lose. You have too much to give. And you have too much to offer that you don't fall into these traps. Everybody can say, I want people in my life that can be real with me, that can be truthful with me, that can tell 
Can I tell you all, who else we need? We need the Lord. I'm going to say it one more time. Can I tell you who we need? We need the Lord. Is anybody on the Easter Sunday can, that can just wave their hand and say, I need the Lord today. I need the Lord every day. I need the Lord when it gets rough. I need the Lord when it gets tough. I need the Lord when it gets hard. I need the Lord when I'm stressed out. I need the Lord when I'm dealing with pain. I need the Lord when I'm dealing with heartbreak. I need the Lord when trouble keeps coming at me, when people keep coming at me. And matter of fact, when the devil keeps coming at you, because you do know the devil going to keep coming at you. Temptation going to keep coming at you. That's when you need the Lord. If everybody can say, I need the Lord. I need him right now. I need him every day. I just don't need him some of the time. But I need God all the time. And if you need God all the time, that's when you call on him. That's when you talk to him. That's when you say, Lord, I need you to direct me. Lord, I need you to guide me. Lord, I need you to show up for me. Because I want to tell you, don't get so into yourself that you think you can do it by yourself. But we all need the Lord. And it reminds me, as I get ready to hit this text, God, remember in elementary school, our teacher used to tell us this in elementary school. If everybody else jumps off, off a bridge, does that mean you going to jump off a bridge too? Come on, y'all, y'all, y'all was in school like me. Y'all know what the teacher said. But the thing that I, I get it now because we get sometimes in more trouble when we try to imitate everybody. <laughs> y'all ain't gonna talk to me today. We get in more trouble when we try to imitate everybody. When we try to follow after this, when we try to follow after that, and you gotta get to a place where you say some stuff is not worth me doing. Some stuff is not worth me following, and some stuff is not worth me getting engaged in. Because just because it looks good doesn't mean it is good. All you gotta do is add Judah Judah to tell you, 30 pieces of silver look good, but then he hanged himself. There ought to be somebody that say everything that looks good ain't always good. That's why some people are hurt right now. That's why some people are lonely right now. That's why some people are miserable right now. Because everything that looks good ain't And so in this 37th chapter of David, this 37th number of Psalms, excuse me, here is David, King David can tell you, everything that looks good ain't always good. Can I tell you how it's not good? This song is dedicated to the children of Israel, and this song is called a song of misheal, which means that it is an instruction song. And this song is an instruction song, and not only that, but here's the background of Psalm 32. It comes from 2 Samuel chapter 11, when David sees a fine woman. Watch yourself. I'm just going to open the David sees a fine woman taking a bath yeah. outside on the rooftop. I told y'all, she was what? Fine. She was fine. fine. But David, baby, I didn't know that. I'm just talking about what I'm talking about. <laughs> David sees a fine woman yeah. on a rooftop taking a bath and all of that. But then David tells his men, I want her. And then Bathsheba comes to the king's court. Because in that day and time, when the king said he wanted you, you just got to do what the king said. So then, the, so then Bathsheba and David, they have sexual relations. And David has 
right? Somebody said, Pastor, please finish it. Pastor, please. But look at the text. It says, Blessed is the one whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man against whom the Lord counts no iniquity, and whose spirit there is blood to see. In the Hebrew, this word blessed means happiness. This word transgression means rebellion against God. This word covered means to conceal and hide. This word iniquity means guilty or punishment. This word deceit means treachery. But can I tell you, when you have the right heart, you can get out of a bad situation. The reason why some people never get out of a situation, they got the wrong motives. That's right. But see, when you got the right motives, you can get out. But sometimes, you want to know why you can get out whatever situation you're in right now? Can I tell you? You got some good insurance coverage. I know that's right. I thought y'all would get happy right there. Well, let me just tell you who the insurance provider is. Can I just tell you who it is? The insurance provider is this man from Bethlehem that came. It's this man that the prophet Isaiah said would be with us. They call him Jesus. Y'all know who Jesus is, don't you? They call him Jesus. He's the one that raised the dead. He's the one that healed the sick. He's the one that, uh, that, that lifted up down down's head. And there's somebody here that can say, the best insurance coverage I got is because Jesus is on my side. And even though I've had some accidents, even though sometimes I struggle to go to sleep at night, even sometimes I feel like it's pain after pain, I want to tell you today that Jesus is the best insurance coverage. You'll see
It's going to get what again? Tight. Tight. Somebody been on board with the wrong passengers too long. Uh-oh. But now, don't pass up this chance here. Because you got another day to get it right. There's somebody dealing with guilt, with emotions, and feeling like there's no recovery. But trust in Christ. And because you trust in Christ, you can live again. There ain't nobody can say, I can live again, and I'm going to live again. Because there's no better love than the love of Jesus. Because look at, look at verse 2. God counts no iniquity when you got the right spirit. But then verse 1, your transgression is sin and hope. But that's how, that's what love is. Because Jesus will change us. And Jesus will let us recover. But here it is. It takes a real person to admit they've been wrong. Yeah. Got a little quiet. And it takes a real person to admit that they've sinned. And you know, the reason it does, because sometimes pride, ego, and the inability to admit wrongdoings can get in the way of a complete turnaround. It takes a big person to just say, I was wrong and it was my fault. You know, life would be better, families would be better, schools would be better, politics would be better, and even the church would be better if people could just admit they were wrong. Yeah, y'all yeah, like that. I see that. But here it is. It doesn't make you weak that you can admit that you messed up. It doesn't make you weak that you can say, you know what, I did make some mistake. It doesn't make you weak that you admit that you followed your stuff. It doesn't make you weak, but it would be better if more people would be real instead of being fake. Be real and tell it like it is. Everybody like me that can tell it like it is. Sometimes I do struggle. Sometimes I do have error. Sometimes I do have sorrow. Sometimes I do have temptation. Sometimes I do struggle. But even in my struggle, God is still keeping me. And everybody can say, even in the midst of my struggle, God is still keeping me. And because God is still keeping you in your struggle, don't be afraid. Don't put Jesus on pause. Because you're still trying to hold on to what's not working. Uh huh. Because there are those that have weight that they're carrying. They're still carrying weight. And it's not helping them, but it's bringing them down. Somebody can't enjoy life right now because of unconfessed sin. Somebody can't enjoy food, can't enjoy vacation, can't enjoy the sunshine, and can't even enjoy their family because there's some sin you haven't confessed. But today is a day to let it go. Can I ask you, haven't you suffered enough? Haven't you been down enough? And haven't you had enough heartache? That's why you got to know you are covered. And it doesn't matter what anybody says. You are covered. You're covered by the blood of Jesus Christ because what can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. I know you face some problems and I know you have some problems, but Jesus is still right there. Yeah. It reminds me, there were times when me and my dad would move furniture, 
Lord Jesus. Just tiny, it was horrible. Moving <laughs> furniture with my dad was terrible. Just <laughs> the only reason I tell you it was terrible. It was terrible. You wanna know why? See, me and my dad growing up, we had the best relationship. We got great with that. The problem was, see, it, it started with my mom and sister Wilbur because my mother loves garage sales and estate sales. Uh, I saw some of y'all smile. Right there. Uh -huh. And so every time she see a sign, she could be. She spoke. Sometimes she was supposed to be going to the grocery store to get her medicine and come back home. Then she see a garage sale, got a ton of car, and go to the garage sale. Then she buy the craziest stuff. I mean, craziest furniture. She bought some stuff that ain't had no business being in the house. She bought it because she wanted to buy it. Mom, I love you. I know you listen. She wanted to buy it. But the problem was, she would make me and my dad have to take it up. And I told you, sometimes lifting stuff with my dad was, it, it, it didn't go well. Because I like to live one way. My dad like to live another way. And you know, when you got two people that like to have their way, somebody going to clash. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Somebody going to get into it. So here it was. Why, I had my way. He had his way. Then we had to put our differences aside in order to get this. And I tell you, some of that stuff was heavy. A dresser. We're not moving people. But a dresser, a desk, that was heavy. But I had to do it because my, what did my mama do? She saw that sign. And what she do? She bought it. And now here we are. We got to move it up there. But I discovered something. It is about to bless all of us. In order for equal, in order for you to be done with it, you got to be willing to carry it. But once you get done carrying it, that's when you put it down. Y'all just missed what I just said. Even though it was heavy, even though it was bothersome, and even though it was too much, when it was heavy, you had to get it to where it needed to get, then you could put it down and not have that problem anymore. If everybody can say sometimes as we walk this life and go through this life, yes, there are things we don't want to hear and we don't always like to be challenged or convicted, but there's sometimes you got to put some stuff down. That's what, that's one of the problems we have in families right now. Families always want to keep secrets. Uh-oh. Families want to keep secrets. They want to sweep things under the rug. They want to act like things didn't happen. And it's caused families to be more separated than united, all because there are some things we don't want to deal with. There are families that are still carrying hard feelings over secrets. There are still a child who is an adult that has a hard time with relationships and don't want to be around family members because of secrets and some stuff under the rug. There's family resentment, family trauma, and family disagreements because there's some stuff we don't want to deal with. There are those right now that are still not speaking to some people and some people have guilt because somebody that they were holding a grudge with And they wish they had another opportunity to talk to them again. Can I tell you, there are times that words hurt. Mm -hmm. Words do hurt. But don't allow it to stay bottled up inside. Because when you allow some stuff to stay bottled up, it makes you mad, it makes you upset, 
some stuff to stay by the hook, it makes you it makes you angry, it makes you want to fight, it makes you want to cuss some folk out. Okay. It make you do some things that's not godly, but that's why, but that's because you keep holding it in. But let me tell you, that's another thing about this. Stop holding stuff in, but you gotta deal with stuff. Stop letting this stuff take away your joy, take away your energy, take away your positivity. Because every time you see this, you gotta say, I want something. And everybody can say, I just want peace. I don't want anything else. Just Lord, give me some peace. That's what happens in our world. We need peace. Wouldn't it be nice if our world could just admit some sin? Wouldn't it be nice in our world if people would just take care of urban communities like they take care of nicer communities? When you talk about what's happening in our schools, when you talk about what has happened when it relates to the treatment from police officers and other Christian groups, when you talk about the treatment from organizations that are being derogatory, because it's all it's all good when it's time to vote. Or people come around when it's time to vote. People send your postcards when it's time to vote. But sister Cheryl, you know what the problem is? When voting is over, you'll never see them again. Ain't that a problem, y'all? When voting is over, then they, you never see them again. Because a whole lot of people want to talk about it, but a whole lot of people don't want to do anything about it. And that's something else we got to get to. We got to tell people, don't just get around us when it's time to march. Don't just get around us when social media pops out. Don't just get around us when you want to just join in on the parade and join in on the hype. But be with us when we come to the office. Get with us when we bring up these issues and the city council. Get with us then because we want to improve our relationship in the community. We want to improve our school system and improve our economy and improve in schools. Folks got to be willing to deal with some stuff that they don't want to deal with. Well, I think that's enough, y'all. Happy Easter. But we all got to deal with some stuff. But the text says, blessed is the one whose transgression is forgiven and whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man against whom the Lord counts no iniquity and in whose spirit there is no deceit. Is there anybody in here that can say, I'm blessed? I'm going to say it again. Anybody in here can say, I'm blessed. And you know, you're not just blessed because of material things, but you're blessed because one Friday on a hill yep. called Calvary. Yep. I'm feeling pretty good. Y'all going to help me close this thing? One Friday on a hill called Calvary. Y'all know there was a man named Jesus that he went to the cross and he died. I'm going to say it again, and he died. I'm going to say it one more time, and he died. Yeah. I said Jesus died for you and for me. But that's not how the story ends. Because yeah. you know the old preacher would say it was early on Sunday morning that he got up with all power in his hand. And sunrise, I just want to tell you as I get ready to leave you alone. That you ought to be praising God this Easter Sunday.
Sunday morning because Jesus died on the cross. Is there anybody in here that can give God praise because Jesus died on the cross? You ought to tell somebody that I'm so glad that Jesus died on the cross. And because Jesus died on the cross, you have new life. You have an opportunity to give it back to the Lord. Is there anybody in here that can say, I know I messed up, but look at me. I'm still here because God has been good to me. And if you know God has been good 